Welcome to this week's episode where we will be exploring the celestial energies and how they can impact our very lives. Get ready to discover some cosmic wisdom that's being beamed down from above and below and around, everything everywhere all at once. We can use this wisdom to guide ourselves towards success, abundance and love. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. Hey everybody, how are you doing and welcome to the podcast for another week. This week I'm going to be looking very strictly at the astrology, pure and simple. Though I will say my lovely podcast producer Aileen and I are working hard on getting some new guests on the show as well. I'm very happy to say that one guest who's already said yes is the fabulous Sarah Prout, who I know many of you know and love. Uh, And I know some of you actually found me through Sarah. So she's agreed to come on the show in the near future. So I'm very excited about that. And if you don't know Sarah's work, you're about to be in for a treat. Uh, But we have a long list of people we're reaching out to to say, we love you, come on the show. So there you go. Um, Let me just also mention before I launch into the astrology of the week, I'm holding a masterclass on April 20. Now, if you're in the UK, guess what? It's going to be at five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Um, If you're in LA, I think it's going to be, or Pacific time, I think it's going to be 9pm on April 19. And if you are in Australia, it's going to be somewhere around 2pm. All the details are on the sign-up page. It costs $9. We thought we'd keep it really affordable. And the address is moonmessages.com forward slash alchemy, A-L-C-H-E-M-Y. We've called it that because the eclipse is actually about alchemy, which is about turning lead into gold because the eclipse on April 20 is a little bit of a doozy, but we can work to do some alchemy with it to turn some lead into gold and there should be a link in the show notes as well. So let's start by talking about the fact that we just had the full moon which uh, if you're if you uh, if you follow me on Facebook you will know I just did a full moon ceremony in the garden. It was actually a really powerful one. Quite a few people wrote to me and said it actually made them cry which uh, is a little bit concerning in one way. I don't want anyone feeling sad, but at the other, at the same time, it means they got touched by the full moon, which I think is really, really powerful. Um, the full moon is the time to just release, to let it go. And we are now in the waning cycle of the moon. So this phase of the lunar cycle is really a time to shed, to release control, and to just uh, just be as much as you can, okay? At the full moon, we do a lot of forgiveness. We do a lot of release work. We did the formula for forgiveness from my book, Moonology. 
And we talked about the fact that there were some quite big astrological alignments taking place, which is why so many people have been under pressure, and about the fact that the full moon was in the sign of Libra, and which is all about relationships and takes place when the sun and the moon are in opposite signs of Aries and Libra. So it can be a time where you want one thing, someone else wants another thing. Never the twain shall meet, or maybe they will meet, but not quite now. So as the moon decreases in brightness every night, we too should allow ourselves to start to turn inwards a little bit more. You know, the waning cycle of the moon sort of leads up to the disappearance of the moon, the dark moon, and then the new moon when uh, everything starts over. So it's really like the winter of the cycle as everything starts to just, you know, imagine trees in uh, autumn and winter just losing their leaves. It's really not the time to be starting any new projects, making any important decisions, you know, boldly stepping towards your goals. Hopefully you started to work on your major goals before the full moon. And now continue but just remember, this is a time to allow your energy to kind of dip a little if you need to, you know. It's probably a really important thing to do. Um, this week, the skies are predominantly positive with several planetary alignments that when you put them all together, they can be quite positive, maybe optimistic, maybe happy, but there is a bit of room for uh, a little bit of upset as well. So just be careful. You hopefully will feel this week that the universe is back on your side and things are slightly going your way. I mean, this is all tempered by the fact that we're in the waning cycle of the moon, which is a time when people tend to feel a little bit more down in the dumps or just a bit flat, you know. So try to find a balance between doing the self-care that you need, taking the time out that you need, you know, only saying yes to what you feel is within your bandwidth, um, but also being aware that the skies are quite positive, uh, quite um, optimistic, as I said. It's kind of a time to be confident uh, but just quietly confident in yourself. You don't have to go and broadcast it to the world. And, you know, also trust in your, trust in the belief that the universe is on your side. Because, you know, the thing is, even sometimes when we feel like we're up against it and life isn't fair, you know what? The universe still has our back, okay? As they say, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. So have a think. What have you learned by whatever's been going on around you lately? What are you learning? What are you continuing to learn? And how are you going to do things differently in the future as a result? So on Tuesday, we have a planetary shift. Venus, the planet of love and relationships and abundance, is actually moving into the sign of Gemini. Now, if you happen to be Gemini or have some important planets or points in Gemini, or actually if you're Sagittarius, because that's the opposite sign in particular, um, it will mean a bit more for you, but it actually means something different for everybody. Basically, it can mean 
that it's going to be easier to communicate with the person that you love or even indeed with your ex. It can be a time where it's easier to declare your feelings for someone. There's a playful, communicative energy around all our relationships and it makes people more inclined to just be nice to each other. And Don't we all need a bit more of that in the world? However, just be aware because Gemini does have that dual nature, it's famous dual nature, and we do all have Gemini somewhere in our chart. There could be a few sudden mood swings, people sort of swinging from being all loving and happy-go-lucky and lovey-dovey to, you know, maybe a little bit colder or meaner, especially because of something else that's happening later in the week, which I'll tell you about. And there can be people who suddenly shift their perspective or, you know, suddenly want to have an argument. Just be careful of that. That is possible this week. So be aware of it and try to be patient and try to be understanding, you know, and understand that life goes in cycles. Whatever is happening is happening for your highest good. Try to trust the process. So on top of that, Venus moves into Gemini and then forms a harmonious aspect with Pluto, the planet of passion and power. Now, this really does offer us all a powerful opportunity for transformation and even abundance, to break through to transformation and to have a breakthrough towards abundance. It may well be, excuse me while I shift around in my seat, it may well be that the uh, opportunity for abundance is uh, a shift in your mindset, you know, because Pluto often works on a psychological level rather than a tangible level. So you may not end up with extra cash in your bank account or your wallet. But you may shift your mindset this week. So if you're doing anything like meditating on abundance, working on your uh, financial mindset, trying to clear any money blocks that you have, this is a really good week to be doing that. It's really an ideal time to just let go of old patterns to do with your love life or your finances and to really embrace the opportunity to start all over again because Pluto is the planet of life, death and rebirth. Okay, so if you need um, a bit of a rebirth to do with money or love, it's a good week to go for it. Also use this energy, this Venus-Pluto energy, to think about what you need to release, what no longer serves you in your relationships or when it comes to money. Because um, Pluto is very much, as I said, about the life, death and rebirth cycle. So it's always time when Pluto is active to just chuck out the dead wood, chuck the dead wood out. Okay, so there is all that. But wait, there's more because actually as well, also quite at the start of the week, um, but we'll be feeling the energy in the aftermath of all of this uh, as the week unfolds. We actually have the sun meeting lucky Jupiter. Now, the sun basically functions as a spotlight. Jupiter is about freedom, expansion, good fortune, adventure, travel. It's actually a good week to get away from it all if you can go somewhere. 
So sun meets Jupiter once a week, uh, sorry, once a week, no, the sun meets Jupiter once a year. And uh, it's really a time to, for one thing, to sit back and just count your blessings, try and spend your time with someone you really care about so that you can actually enjoy yourself. It's actually a good time as well to take a few measured risks be a little bit bold, be confident enough to be a little bit bold and trust that the universe is going to guide you towards whatever your stated goals are, okay? Just trust that the universe is on your side this week. It really is an important thing. You know, if you need to take a leap of faith as well, Sun Jupiter is really good for that, you know, and bringing the waning cycle of the moon back into it, it can be a time where you want to tap into the Jupiter energy by doing some study, you know, especially any study that you might like to do within anything sort of cosmic or occult or, you know, meditation, anything that's going to help you expand your life philosophies, expand yourself spiritually and really think about, you know, how you're functioning within as well as without. So now all that sounds pretty good. I hope you agree. What we do have to be aware of though is that the very end of the week is bringing a clash between Venus and Saturn. All right, so now Venus, remember, planet of love and abundance. Saturn, planet of limitations, planet that puts the brakes on, planet that says, I told you so, the planet that gives us the cold shoulder. All right, so there could be a little bit of tension around at the end of the week, especially in relationships or to do with money. There could be conflict in the air. All right, now what you need to think of is the fact that Venus and Saturn clash on a fairly regular basis. You know, it's, this is not like some wild thing that only happens once every 10 years or something. They have, they, this happens a lot, on a, you know, every, a few times a year. And, you know, so it doesn't have to be the end of the world. But if you're in a tense situation with someone, you just need to be careful. If you're in having a conversation with someone and the conflict is rising, do what you can to ameliorate it. Be aware of any tendencies you have to be unkind or judgmental towards the people in your life, you know, like it doesn't hurt to do a bit of an inventory. And uh, if you know that the people you're with tend to be unkind or judgmental and you can see it coming, then maybe duck for cover. Maybe just make your excuses and leave. Maybe you don't want to be in the line of fire. And, you know, I guess some people might say, well, you should stay and deal with it. Yeah, okay, but maybe as well you're listening to this podcast because, you know, maybe you're in a cycle of your life where you don't have the strength to deal with people being ridiculous, you know. So you're going to have to filter that one through your own um, your own desires and needs and situations. But overall, try to communicate kindly, empathetically, with understanding, you know, when you're relating to people, try to be as nice as you possibly can. And if someone starts being mean with you, maybe just kill them with kindness, so to speak. It's also a really good time to work through challenges if you are brave enough, if you do feel sort of mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually strong enough, instead of running away and going, oh, no, they're mean, I'm running away. If you're feeling up to it, it is a good time to work through challenges and conflicts in a relationship which ultimately will help you deepen your connection with the people who matter to you but also you know what it will do as well it will strengthen 
your relationships. And that's a really important Saturn word because Saturn challenges us, but Saturn never gives us uh, never gives us more than we can handle and also leaves us stronger. Saturn is a bit sort of like whatever he destroys. Saturn has the right intentions. It's just sometimes it can be a little bit too much. All right. So that about sums it up for the week. Um, I hope that helps you. I hope it helps you have a good week. And uh, if I had to say sort of one thing overall, I guess what I would say is the best thing that you can do this week is be as wise as you can possibly be. Now, how are we supposed to get wisdom? The best way I know to be wiser, okay, is to meditate. And I know it's an old one and I know everybody knows about meditation and I know I'm always going on about meditation, but honestly, when you meditate, you will start to access your own inner wisdom. Um, And remember, there is an eclipse coming on April 20. It's the new moon eclipse and it's taking place in the sign of Aries, the first sign of the zodiac. It's a big deal. So the wiser we can all be now, um, the less uh, problematic the eclipse is going to be. The other thing I should say about the eclipse as well, just before I go, because it is the waning cycle of the moon this week, told you it's all about letting go and shedding and releasing. Eclipses, especially new moon eclipses, are much easier to handle if you have released the past. You know, and released anything which no longer serves you, released any outdated relationships, stop clinging on to the past, clinging on to things you know are no good for you. The more you can release this waning cycle of the moon ahead of the April 20 new moon eclipse, the better. And just a reminder, I'm doing a new moon eclipse masterclass. So if you want to know what the eclipse means for you based on your time, date and place of birth, that's going to be April 20, 5 a.m., UK time. I won't say the times around the world again because I'm not 100% sure I've got them right. They're all on the registration page, which you can find at moonmessages.com forward slash alchemy or just click the link in the show notes. And uh, yeah, it's really a time to live consciously and intentionally. So thank you very much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. Uh, we really touch by the people who are coming back and listening to the show every week after week after week. And we are doing our best to give you a podcast that is more than worth listening to. Lots of love. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you'd like to stay updated with the moon and moonology and astrology and all the other things we cover, be sure to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You'll be notified whenever a new episode is up. Also, it would mean a lot to me and my team if you could leave us a glowing five-star review on your podcast platform of choice please. That actually helps more people find us too, which spreads the love and surely also brings you amazing karma for taking a moment to help us out and to help other people find the podcast. Have a great week and I hope to speak to you next week. Lots of love.